Hello, hello, and welcome to the Borealis Experience. I'm your host, Aurora, life coach and companion on this beautiful journey called life. I'm so happy to be spending some time with you. I'm so happy to reflect about the, yeah, more juicy topics with you when it comes to relationships, having a growth mindset, wanting to move on, wanting to heal, and just trying to be a detective when it comes to your purpose, when it comes to all the big questions. Hey, what am I meant to do here on planet Earth? Who am I meant to be with? What job am I meant to engage in? What lessons am I supposed to learn? If you have that little itch inside of you and you want to move on, you want to heal, you want to improve your relationships, you want to be more productive, you want to be a more successful entrepreneur, but you feel you're lacking resources, you're lacking tools, then please don't hesitate to reach out to me and we can figure out how I could help you on your journey to get you on a path where you can get closer to your dreams and to your goals, where you can improve your relationships and feel more fulfilled overall. Check out auroragatecoaching.com and find what suits you or just jump on a call with me and we can explore together how I could help you. Today I want to talk to you about abandonment issues. And I chose to tell you a little story to not just yeah, talk about what abandonment issues are and how they could look like. But this is a real, real life story that happened approximately seven years ago. And I feel the need to share this with you because maybe you are not aware of your patterns. Maybe you are not aware that you tend to slip into a pattern that is really not healthy for you and for the people around you. Or maybe you experience that similar, like a similar story that I'm about to share with you with a person in your life before or right now in this moment. And I'm hoping to raise awareness when it comes to abandonment issues and to have people more clear about their patterns uh, once they slide into uh, victim mentality, once they start to behave from a place of pain instead of love, because it is very important to observe these patterns when you feel the need to improve your relationships you will look at yourself and realize, hmm, I'm actually doing something similar and I tend to feel like a victim, then it is time for you to grow. 
if you realize that you have struggled with abandonment issues in the past and still to this day, there is ways for you to get out of this misery, out of the um, vicious circle of being a victim, attacking others, manipulating situations, and then again being a victim. It's not a pleasant state to be in. And when I realized that I was doing that, I just, I felt really horrible about myself because it's, it's not a good place to be in, but to be unaware of it and doing this to yourself and the people around you is even worse. All right, long story short, I'm going to dive right into it. It is... Um, As I said, seven years ago, I had moved to a new country, Canada, and was living in a new city. I started going to a choir. So every week uh, we were getting together and singing together with a group of people. And I really started enjoying this practice. My mom came for a visit. My mom at that time had a new boyfriend. Um, and I didn't really know him yet, but I could sense that they get along well and she is happy. I go to the choir and shortly before practice, I tell my mom that it would mean a lot to me if she was to join and see us sing. So practice goes until 7. Why don't you come at 6.45 or 6.30 even, and then you can listen to the beautiful music. So I go to my practice. There was a, a clock in the... And that's a place where we practiced singing. And I see the clock hitting 6, 6.15, 6.30, Nobody shows up. 7 o'clock. All right. I was so disappointed. I had a weird day already. And I just thought, hey, it is not much that I asked for. I just want my mom to be there for the practice and she can't even show up. I look at my, on my phone and see that there is a message from her boyfriend. And I open it up and it says... Um, All good, we're having fun. So, what I made of this was that my mom chose to spend time with her boyfriend over choosing to spend time with me, listening to my music. It doesn't really matter. I felt abandoned she didn't show up for me she made another person more important than me 
I drove home, and as I came home, I had five missed calls from my mom on my phone. And I thought, yeah, she's probably, you know, she wants to apologize. She wants to make it up to me. Maybe she wants to take me out for dinner, but fuck this. I don't want anything to do with her. I'm so incredibly mad. Um, I don't want to hear any of these weird excuses. And yeah, I'm done with it. So I got home, went to my bedroom, locked myself into my bedroom and was just hoping to fall asleep and to wake up the next morning very early to then having to go back to college. In the meantime, it's 10.30 at night and I hear the door opening of the apartment and clearly it's my mom and her boyfriend and I was not asleep. So I was kind of trying to listen what they were saying and then it knocks on my door and I don't react. <laughs> and then she opens my door and and says, hey, um, like you didn't answer my calls. Are you okay? And I just looked at her and I was like, uh, yeah, I guess I'm okay. I mean, I'm here, I'm in my bed and... I'm all right, what's, what's going on with you? And then she tells me that on her way to come see me singing, her car broke down. No, actually, it was not her car breaking, breaking down. She hit a deer. So she had an accident with a deer. And... Her boyfriend messaging me, hey, everything is okay, we're having fun, was to, in a weird way, appease me. So he thought, oh, okay, your mom is not going to show up at your practice. I'm going to shoot you a message so that you don't worry. What I made of it, because I saw it from a perspective of pain, is that she is choosing me, uh, him over me. What happened in reality is that my mother had an accident. They were trying to reach me. I could have helped, but I chose to sit in my pain and to completely shut myself off from the world and to keep sitting in my pain. Now, thank God, nothing happened to my mom. The car was severely damaged, and it was a whole shit show of her trying to come back home. Uh, she was relying on other people, like strangers, to help her out. And she was very, very lucky in a shitty situation. And all along, I was sitting at home in pain, not reacting to her calls. 
And I tell you here, I mean, you could have guessed it maybe already, but this is one of the stories that I'm most ashamed of. I'm so ashamed and I'm so glad and I'm so lucky that nothing happened to my mom because the regrets I would have up until today and into my future of not being there for my mom when she had an accident would have eaten me up from the inside. So what happened is that somewhere in my childhood, I must have felt similar. So I have a younger brother and maybe when he was born and then this cute little boy growing up, I felt replaced. I felt I needed to share my mom with him now. Um, he became a successful hockey player. I played hockey as well, but not as good. So everybody was always interested in his career and his goals and successes. And when it came to my hockey pra practice, of course, nobody was really interested because we were not successful. And I was engaging in a sport and a hobby that was not in alignment with my soul calling so to say right and my brother was successful with his hockey because he pursued something that made him a better person that gave him joy so I felt I was in the shadow of my brother I felt that my mom picked him over me when it came to activities Fast forward into the future, a similar situation arises, right? I'm engaging in a new hobby and now I'm hoping my mom is going to be there for me and proud of me and am I doing the right thing to go to the choir? Am I, can, can she be proud of me now? And <laughs> please don't forget, I was 29 years old. It doesn't matter how old you are. There will always be a little wounded child inside of you. And this little wounded child that is sitting in pain will make you do things that are weird and sometimes even dangerous. And that's what my point is here today, that we need to become brutally aware of these patterns because in my case again I was so lucky that nothing worse happened and I'm working on letting go of this shame I'm working on letting go of my abandonment issues and um, I'm, I'm slowly getting there I'm getting better I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt. I ask questions. I'm curious. I don't make assumptions anymore. But back then, I didn't know better but to crawl back into my pain and to lay in fetal position and pity myself at home. And that's just so, so horrible. So... I'm going to let that sink in, my dear friend and listener. And yeah, if there is any feedback, if you want to open up to me about uh, abandonment issues that you can, you know, put a finger on, 
um, it's very tough because sometimes you can't really put a finger on because you don't know what happened in people's past. But if you feel that you have struggled with abandonment issues or you know somebody, make sure to share this episode and to make them feel less alone and to let them know that there is a way out. You can't feel empowered again. Um, people are more forgiving than we usually expect. You can open up that can of worms and talk to people and apologize to people and then work on yourself and rid yourself of this extremely dangerous victim mentality. All right, I'm going to leave you with that. With lots of love and care and deep respect for your growth mindset, because chances are, if you listen to my podcast, that you are a warrior, a goddess, that you want to become your best version and that you want to rise above the pain that you went through instead of living as a victim and hurting other people. So thank you so much for being here. I deeply appreciate each one of you and I will be out there very soon again. Bye-bye.